This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. My name is still Joseph Scrimshaw. There's nothing I can do about that. This week's episode is close to my heart. It's all about that Star Wars movie called The Force Awakens. We recorded it live with a live audience. It was very live, and we had three awesome guests, Matt Belknap, Riley Silverman, and Clark Wolf. I will warn you right now, during the recording of this live episode, I stated a minimum of two incorrect Star Wars facts, and I am still writhing with shame. I am so sorry. Anyway... In addition to our great guests, you're going to hear our co-producer, Sarah Meyer, interviewing random human beings on the Venice boardwalk and getting their hot takes on The Force Awakens. But first, it's time to answer a listener question about their personal obsession. I throw out requests for obsessions for this segment on my Facebook and Twitter, so if you have an obsession that you would like addressed, just follow me on the social media as at Joseph Scrimshaw, and then answer when I ask for obsessions. Heidi McKella, apologies if I mangled your last name there, Heidi. Heidi says, I am obsessed with audiobooks. Am I allowed to say that I've read these books, or must I specify that I listened to them? Am I less of a literary enthusiast if I use my driving time wisely and listen to books rather than sports talk radio? Those are fighting words, Heidi. Does it make me an intellectual poser if I lovingly knit a friend's scarf while listening to Neil Gaiman tell me stories? Is my experience of the story somehow lessened if someone has read it to me? Heidi, my personal answer is absolutely not. Uh, I think listening to audiobooks is an entirely valid way to absorb literature. I think it's fine if you said, I read that book, or I listened to that book, or Neil Gaiman read that book to me. I, in fact, think that's the best way to say it. Of Like, yeah, yeah, Neil Gaiman read that book to me. And I, I do speak from just a little bit of experience. Uh, I did a show once, uh, I've done a couple of shows with Neil Gaiman, uh, and at one of them, For complicated reasons, uh, I gave Neil a ride in my car, in my Toyota Yaris, and without me even asking, he generously just uh, told me a story about pirates. So I have actually had a story told to me in my car by Neil Gaiman, and let me tell you, that is the best way to absorb anything. Here is my one concern about audiobooks, though. They shouldn't interfere with the amount of time you spend listening to podcasts. I'll admit that that is a concern for me when it comes to audiobooks, and here is my solution. I think that there should be audiobooks of podcasts. All of us podcasters out there should try to get the back catalogs of our podcasts published in book-like tomes so that then they can be read by someone with just a deep, luxurious voice performing everyone who appeared on the podcast. And you'd get, like, audiobooks with warm, regal voices saying things like, Yes, sure, I hear you, but, um, yeah, I guess my question is, how often do you think Batman masturbates? Asked Joseph, and his guest replied, Wow, I don't know, but that, uh, that is a good question. I mean, uh, he is quite obsessive, so, yeah, I wonder what Alfred would think. And it would just go on and on like that. 
this uh, conversation that I just related might actually be an accurate reflection of a conversation that's been on the podcast, but I honestly don't remember. My point is, this is a great obsession, Heidi. Two big thumbs up on audiobooks. You have read them if you've heard them. And now, for the best part of podcasts, plugs. Obsessed is now a weekly show. We're releasing an episode every Thursday. This is made possible by your kind support on Patreon. If you'd like to help the podcast out, you can throw us a buck or two a month by visiting patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. Each month, we're also releasing a patron-only bonus episode. For February, we're doing an episode with screenwriter Josh Kagan, who wrote a little movie called The Duff. And Josh and I are going to be talking about my obsession with spoilers. So if you'd like to hear that, become a patron now. I don't know why I said it like that. It just sounded good. Shows. I do shows. This weekend, I'm performing at the Doctor Who convention Gallifrey One. Then coming up in March, I'll be performing at Wizard World in Las Vegas. And then back in Los Angeles, I'll be on David Huntsberger's The Junk Show on March 13th. Then on March 16th, I'll be doing a set on The Meltdown with Jonah Inkumel. You can find out about all my shows at josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. But now... Sit back, relax, reach out with your feelings, and enjoy our obsession with Star Wars Episode 7, colon, The Force Awakens. The podcast is calling. Let it in. Thank you. Thank you guys very, very much for uh, coming to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. We're recording live at the Nerdist School stage on beautiful Sunset Boulevard. We are here to talk about The Force Awakens. Excellent. Uh, By the applause, I assume that you all here in this room have indeed seen The Force Awakens. Excellent. Excellent. I like that you answer everything with a polite, controlled round of applause. That's great. Uh, I myself am a huge fan of Star Wars and The Force Awakens in general. When I first saw it, I had a little bit of a weird experience where I was very moved by the film, but the second I got out of the theater, my uh, phone was exploding with messages that I looked like one of the characters from the film. People have told me that I look like General Hux, and I, uh, I wasn't sure how I felt about this. I was talking to another friend about it, and he was like, hey, you should feel really good. People are telling you that you look like a movie star. And I said, have you actually seen the film? And my friend said, no. <laughs> like, so you understand that General Hux is a whiny, pasty space Nazi, right? <laughs> Just for the record, that is not a compliment to call someone a whiny, pasty space Nazi. So uh, if you enjoy the show, by all means, applaud uh, and tweet about it, and do feel free to call me a space Nazi, but know that you'll be hurting me just a little bit. Uh, And now, with no further ado, we're going to bring out our wonderful guest this evening. First, he's a podcaster, comedian, and producer of Never Not Funny, Matt Belknap! He's sucking out of a BB-8 cup. Yes, yes. She's a comedian, a model, a big fan of both Doctor Who and Star Wars, Riley Silverman. She's sucking out of a normal bottle, but we won't hold that against her. I haven't seen the movie yet, so no one spoil it. (laughs) Han lives. Uh... She's a writer, a reporter, and a host for shows on Nerdist and Collider, Clark Wolf. 
Clark Wolf is wearing what we've decided is a Princess Amidala necklace. I know, I'm the only one that did not bring any Star Wars paraphernalia today. But I did see the movie today, and it was full at noon, wow. a month after it came wow. out. I think that's pretty awesome. Cool, and I'm just going to correct myself because I said Princess Amidala. Oh, it is hell? Queen Amidala. <laughs> or Senator Amidala. Yes, Queen. I'm yes, going to be queen. murdered. Or Amidala if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and I am indeed. I did not see it today. I went to go see it today, and I saw Carol instead. So Woo! it's a good Very different. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've seen Star Wars. I just didn't see it again today. Now, was Harrison Ford in Carol? <laughs> yes, he played Kate Blanchett. Okay. <laughs> And is it a remake of one of his films from the 80s? Because he has to remake all of them. <laughs> yes. It's, Excellent. Yeah, it was him and Shia LaBeouf having a romantic affair as lesbians. Okay. So wow. it was really good. So Carol's kind of witness too that... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Electric Excellent. boogaloo. <laughs> so we're going to go down the line, and I want you guys to tell me a little bit about uh, your background, like how much you love Star Wars, what your Star Wars level is, and how you feel about The Force Awakens. We'll start with you, Matt. Oh, I, it's... Star Wars is the most important movie of my life, probably. It was the first movie I ever saw in, in the theater when I was three years old, the first one. And uh, I've loved it my whole life. I own way too many toys that are Star <laughs> Wars related. Uh, and, um, yeah, and I loved Force Awakens. I, you know, I saw it uh, the first show, and I've seen it four times now. So. Awesome. Did you have fear going in? Uh, that you wouldn't like it and it would upset your entire life? No, no. I, I, I just I tried to... Um, I tried to cl like basically wipe my mind clean when I walked into the theater. I was just like, I'm not going to have any preconception or anything. I'm just going to go in and, and try to experience it. I think the way that I experienced the, the first three movies when I was a kid, which is like you just go in with an open heart kind of, right. you know what I mean? And just let Star Wars wash all over yeah, your yeah, body. Yeah, and luckily I think the movie is good enough that that, that can work for you. Whereas yeah. like episode one, I did the same thing with episode one. And it sort of worked, but, you know, as you think about it, like, you know, I tried to convince myself I loved it, yeah. and then it just kind of... It all washes all over your body, but it's a different <laughs> sensation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a kind of a slimy, weird <laughs> feeling. But uh, yeah. yeah. So, Riley, what is, what is your Star Wars in Force Awakens history? Uh, so, for me, Star Wars, I didn't jump into it right away as a kid. My brother loved it, and I, like, a lot of things that he was into, I kind of avoided, like... He was into He-Man. I was into Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. Um, so I didn't <laughs> jump into Star Wars until like third or fourth grade. And we went on a trip to Florida. And my parents had one of those vans that had a TV. And so they're like, you've never watched Star Wars, so we're going to have you watch it. They bought like this four discs. It was like four uh, tape set. It was like the three movies and like a making of special edition thing. Um, not It wasn't the special editions, but because I'm older than that. But it was like from Star Wars to Jedi is what it was called. Okay. And... I just remember sitting in the back of the car, and I think I watched each one of them like four or five times on that trip, and just, it blew my mind, and I got obsessed with it at that point. And then I became like, I started reading like, there was like a really awful series of young adult books for Star Wars that weren't like the main novels, and they were terrible. Was it like Han Solo in puberty, or what? It do you, was like, like that kind of thing. It was like <laughs> it was weird because like it was happening at the same time as like the Thon trilogy, but it wasn't okay. set during like there was like a weird thing where like it was called like Heir to the Empire. It was like a that was, no, that's the good ones. Uh, yeah, Heir to the Empire. This was like one, it was yeah. that same kind of premise, but it was like a. Like the emperor had a son named si like Triclops or whatever. And like I swear to God, he's from I no books. I think somebody gave you a He-Man book and wrote yeah. Star Wars on the cover. Yeah, they may have done that. Your brother just got put pumped. pages in there. It was so, so and they were like they were like this thin, like they were like these really awful. But I bought them at like a like a half price used bookstore at this trip we were on. So I read them all, and then I got really into the games for a while, and then I was obsessed with. I got. I was somebody who, like, I think I was a, a junior in high school when the, the first prequel came out. Mm -hmm. So I was super excited, like, this new Star Wars, finally. Yeah. And I remember I actually skipped school to go wait in line at the theater and, like, wait for tickets. And 
That was a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> I will say on the podcast, because I have to, because I do a bunch of different Star Wars podcasts, there are a lot of people who love the prequels. It is a generational thing. So I'm just yeah. going to say that as a sort of disclaimer yeah. out loud, but and we'll fair, move on. I, again, I was a high schooler, so I was like right at the age where like it should have been perfect right. for me. So. Right, right. Yeah, it's a fascinating cultural touchstone where people of a certain age, it's just like, it's one of the things that we love to do is fucking hate those prequels. Yeah. Uh, uh, so how about you, how was your Force Awakens experience? Did you expect to love it? Did you love it? So here's the thing. I, I, I think I tried to avoid it. Like I did a really good job at like blacking it out over the course of the year. Mm -hmm. And like I think I saw the very first teaser the year ago, Thanksgiving, and I saw the Millennium Falcon. I go, I'm into this, and so I would like, <laughs> I would leave the theater when I even heard the music start because I didn't want to see a second of the movie. Like, yeah, like even if it was it. like somebody's cell phone ring had the Star Wars theme. Yeah, like I'm the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, and then I think I what really turned my my corner of thinking it was going to be great was when I saw the special effects thing where they showed how they built a practical BB-8, and I was like, oh, they care about this movie being good, so I'm this is going to be awesome. That's why I avoided it all. Then what happened was I didn't get tickets to the premiere night. I flew home on a red-eye Friday night. I didn't see it. <laughs> and then my best friend from high school was like, hey, we should go see it together. And my birthday was the 21st. So he's like, I bought us tickets to go see it on the 21st for your birthday. So I'm like, okay, well, yeah, let's, that'll be a cool like thing to do to connect and whatever. So I avoided Facebook all weekend wow. to get off of it, you know, like checking once in a while. Went in Sunday night to see if I had birthday wishes yet. I opened up my phone, and the very first post was this asshole from Portland named Brody Kelly, who I will say his name because <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Literally, his post just said, Han Solo was killed by his son, Kylo Ren. And like just every spoiler of the movie, he's like, Luke shows up at the very end. Everyone calls Leia General Organa. It's a fucking toy commercial. You guys are lame. And I like, and I want to go. Oh. You fucking saw it. Like you went to the theater and saw it to know those things. Yeah. So I, unfortunately, I went in on my birthday pissed off because I was like, well, it's all. So I had a bad uh, mindset going into it. Ended up liking it, but not loving it when I first saw it. And then I saw it again when I came back to L.A. the week after, and I fucking loved it. Cool, so, cool. Yeah. Clark, how about you? I hope you immediately defriended this person. I did. I okay, blocked good. him also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wait, I've sweared a lot. Are we okay? Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's fucking okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, I was very horrified. I hate spoilers. No, I, was so I hate, mad. Oh, I hate that is assholes brutal. And like, the thing is, like, that. if somebody had been like, hey, talking about it, like, I like this, and I accidentally read it, that's on me. Like, I totally would have owned that. Like, I, I made a choice not to see it until Monday. That's totally my call. But he was actively trying to ruin it for people, and that's why he's a dick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's a total no, no argument about that. We anyway. can discuss the prequels, but not that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's unforgivable. Clark? Um, yes. So when I, so I, I also want to interject real fast that please do not attribute liking the prequels to my generation because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a little issue with that because I was the generation that those prequels were aimed at. And yes. even as a, as a kid, I was like, no. Uh, I still have not seen every minute of all three of those prequels on purpose, I, in protest. I was like, no. Yeah. I so skipped the second one. Do, like, you nope. didn't find yourself, uh, when you were about 14, attracted to nine-year-old boys? That was not a... <laughs> was it? No. <laughs> one was the thing you didn't pick up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. so you didn't like the prequels. No. You, did you get exposure to the classics? Yes. So I, I watched the originals, of course, before all of the prequel nonsense happened. And, um, and yeah, and I loved them. I, uh, I remember when they were re-released in, in theaters. My dad took me to all of them. There were big lines and all that stuff. And, uh, and I, but I believe I had, I remember I have this very vivid memory of my of knowing what Star Wars was and knowing who Darth Vader was as a small child because my dad would stand outside my bedroom and go, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go, ah! And he'd go, it's just me, I'm just kidding. 
kidding. Um, and it was actually did very he, cute. Was he, was he just being Darth Vader or did he have asthma or was there anything? <laughs> yeah, he was a smoker and he had, no, just kidding. That's not true. He's like, what's yeah. Star Wars? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, so, so I watched a lot of movies with my dad growing up as a, as a kid and I was into all of the fan, Willow, Labyrinth, Legend, like all, Princess Bride. These are things that my dad showed me when I was growing up. So Star Wars was a big part of that. And, um, and I was, the, I just loved Yoda. Yoda was my guy. I had, awesome. I had, I was telling you before we st- we came out here, I had a pencil box that I had cut out pictures of Yoda and taped on. And inside my pencil box were different collectible Yodas, including the one from Taco Bell's Kids kids meal that I made my pay like I keep going back and I'd be like do you have any Yodas can I trade my prize like I was all about collecting and hoarding Yodas <laughs> this is true if you do improv hoarding Yodas better be your next team name yeah. that is, uh, that's my screen that's my Twitter handle actually yeah, at hoarding at Yodas Taco Bell Yoda <laughs> uh, and did you enjoy The Force Awakens I did I, I very much enjoyed The Force Awakens and I similarly Riley uh, avoided most most materials I mean I, I watched the original or the first teaser um, and then I watched the first full trailer but when clips started coming out and like international trailers yeah, and I was like yeah, no, yeah. no 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 I don't want to know I didn't read any speculation I tried not to look at any photos um, because I, I just didn't want I, I'm not that kind of fan I think there's a lot of different kinds of fandom and uh, and that's just not my thing I, I wanted to be com- as clean as possible kind of going in and um, I know this is going to sound so hokey and cheesy but it's actually really true at the end of The Force Awakens, the first time I saw it, I felt like that was such a cliffhanger. Like, I could not believe that's where they ended the movie. Right, we should have been provided tables that we could flip at the end of the film. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Like, it was ridiculous. But at the same time, my fandom really awoke like seriously I mean I, I know yeah. that sounds really lame but it's true and no I, was, I think the marketing people are fucking patting themselves on the back oh my like, God. we yeah. knew it would work two ways motherfuckers <laughs> That's, and it did and, and I just so from then I'm just so on board and god I'm in love with this cast and I saw the movie again today and, and it was I'm sure we'll get into this but it was such a different experience I don't know if you guys had this but the second time I saw The Force Awakens I was like this is like a different movie yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it was it was unbelievable and I was moved like and well first of all seeing Rey as a Jedi with the lightsaber I cried as a nerd girl like really I I was in tears the first time Uh, and and then throughout the whole rest of the movie I was really today when I was rewatching it I was really moved by so much of the story that was going on it's actually I just think it's a great movie cool well let's get into some of the uh, details so my first question for you guys will go down the line uh, which character in The Force Awakens would you hug if you could hug any character in The Force Awakens? Matt? <laughs> uh, my first thought would be Finn. Like, Finn just feels like he needs a hug, like, right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. It's just like, what a, that, what a life, man. Like, yeah. just like, d- like, you know, we never knew what the deal was with Stormtroopers before. And yeah. actually, I was a little bit hesitant about that idea of like oh wait is this going to take the fun away from all the stormtroopers we've seen die <laughs> like, like it's so like you never give it a second thought like ah these fucking stormtroopers look at them yeah. they're so stupid they just get shot it's and like those fall Austin down. Powers cut scenes where the henchman's family finds right. out they died <laughs> yeah yeah but I was like oh no like, you can't give them humanity but I was like but he's such a great character but it works we were totally yeah. introduced to humanity and then seconds later like yeah shoot that guy in the head <laughs> yeah Yay, yeah he's like I made evil. a decision that day to not kill and then he's like turns around, <laughs> like he's <just laughs> blasting all of his old friends. Like, but like, yeah, I, I, 
uh, I just feel like he, he and then he, you know, he he does get a hug from Ray, which is a, which is a great moment. But he he works for it. Yeah, big he time. It. She does not it. want that. You know, she, that's a, she does not give it up easily. She's no. like, don't even touch my hand. First <laughs> I of all. love that. I, I caught doing? that today. I didn't catch that the first time where she was like, stop holding my hand. I oh. know how to run. It's, it's so amazing. great. Especially because like when, he, when he's like, are you okay? After they get like blown yeah, and up. She's like, and she's like, what are you talking about? Are you're, you okay? Yeah, like you're the one who's on the ground. <laughs> but yeah. I, I like that when she grabs his hands because she realizes he needs it, not because right. like, she, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Riley, who would you hug? Do you I agree with hug, Finn? I would hug. Well, Finn is awesome. I mean, I would hug any of them, but if I had to pick, <laughs> if I was only allowed to hug one, it was yeah. a hug embargo um, from the Hug Federation, I would probably. Oh, no. I'd probably <laughs> hug General Organa. Which I'm going to nice. give her her proper title, unlike 3 Which, by the way, 3 pos one job is protocol, <laughs> and he can't say the name of the woman he's I think that for. was very much <laughs> yeah. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he's made that mistake yeah. more than once because yeah, he's yeah. being a bitch um, about it. I, I, for me, Leia is just like one of those things where, like, well, first of all, she just lost Han, so spoiler alert. Um, so she that, that's a sad thing and also just like I think for me Leia is such like an important iconic character and so I think it'd be like me hugging like my childhood and like also like the fact that like you're here <laughs> and also Carrie Fisher seems like she needs it because the internet's been real shitty to her so yeah. I feel like you know yeah, yeah okay we got a Finn we got a Leia Clark Actually, mine was Finn, too. Really? Uh, yeah, it really was. Because I, similarly, I just feel like he needs a hug. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but he gives lots of hugs. He hugs Poe a lot. Yeah. And, and he uh, can't say that I blame him. Uh, and um, I think Poe is always uh, hugging everyone with his energy. He, he has yes. so much huggable energy. But maybe maybe Kylo Ren just needs it. Well, we saw what happened. Yeah, don't hug that guy. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you saw the whole thing, but do not hug that guy. Yeah. Oh, I did. It's an excellent segue to my next question. If you were in a room with Kylo Ren, how many times would you punch him? <laughs> Oh wait, mask off. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, could, uh, if you, but if it was like he was restrained in some way, and it was like Matt Belknap alone with Kylo Ren, how many times mm-hmm. would you punch him? Oh, I, I mean, uh, infinity, I guess. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like what? Are, what's the what? Are, like what are the rules of the universe that we're in here? Like, no, I think uh, I think infinity is great. Yeah. Like, I mean, like part of me that that's tough because like part of me is kind of like what I what I think is so cool about this movie is like he is. A way more interesting villain that I expected yeah. in a Star Wars movie because he is conflicted and you understand where he's coming from. He has both sides of, of the Force in him, and and so I yeah, I, part of me actually does want to yeah, I feel the same way as Clark. Like I, I do kind of want to give him a hug, but yeah. like but after yeah, after killing Han Solo, it's like dude. That's what I want. Why I was curious to ask about the punching question uh, is because the you watch the majority of the film and you're like oh yeah. The, he, this guy is misguided and a really a jerk. And then, yeah. then Han Solo like, no, fuck you, die. Right, right. But uh, I, I have a question. Were, were you guys surprised that that happened? Like, really, you, di- you didn't see that coming? Because well, I saw that coming. I for saw like, it coming because uh, Brody Kelly from Portland. <laughs> 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 fuck you, Brody Kelly. His Facebook fuck page. Brody Kelly. You know what? I take my punches and I punch <laughs> yes. Brody Kelly. We all oh, punch Brody Kelly. What's really funny is a lot of comics who had seen it like what they go, hey, don't worry about it, it's ruined. And I go, you know that you confirming it makes it worse. Uh, like you could have been like, right, right, he's right. full of shit. That didn't really happen. Just enjoy the movie. But <laughs> I, I, I will say, like seriously, I, uh, you know, roll credits. I could have said to somebody, anybody, I wouldn't have, but hadn't seen it, I would have said, yeah, I think Han Solo is dying. He, Harrison Ford is done. He does not want to be there. Now, yeah. granted, he showed up and he was great. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Uh, but 
the Harrison Ford does not want to be there. I think he wants to be at home hanging out, having Chris Angel come in and do magic tricks. Or <laughs> he that has to remake every other yeah, film. He's I mean, doing Blade Runner. He's Blade Runner. Gonna, Runner he still wants to do Indiana Jones. But yeah, I was not surprised by this at all. Like I, I would have, if I had to predict a death, that would have been my prediction. You mean okay. like before you even went in the yeah, theater? T- yes. Okay, so like for me, I didn't see it coming that way, but it's definitely foreshadowed in the movie where you feel like it's coming. So in a way, it, when it happens, it wasn't like the gut punch that I maybe would have thought it was. But um, And I also f- do feel like from a story standpoint, it's such a strong <laughs> choice and yeah. it's, it's such a great way to establish Kylo Ren who is up to up until that point just a Darth Vader fanboy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's just kind of a punk. And you're like, oh shit, this dude just killed his father, aka the coolest motherfucker in this galaxy. <laughs> now I kind of have to respect him a little bit, even though I hate him times a million. In right. A so you would like, say I respect you and then punch him in fan. Yeah, I'd be right. like, you know what? I, I, yeah. I hate you with every fire in me, but god damn it, I respect you. <laughs> so <laughs> are you gonna punch uh, Kylo Ren Riley or are you gonna punch uh, your friend I, from Facebook? Yeah, your, that, your old uh, friend. Well, let's not say friend, yeah. Um I, I think I would get one punch in and I'm imagining an airplane like scenario where everybody would be lined up behind me <laughs> <laughs> with a various weapon of their choice ready to punch. Nice. Actually, can it not be a punch but just like a, an open hand slap? I feel like that's more appropriate for him. Yeah. Like he just he just seems like a guy that needs an open hand yeah. slap. Yeah, so I think like that would nice be more satisfying stay. to watch in slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. I think it would feel better for me too. Like I'm not a punching guy but a nice whack. Nice, yeah. Nice. And and I'm not a slapping guy either but that just feels like a, the right thing and to it do. Feels, I like the idea that I'm not a baby. punching guy but I will slap the shit out of <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I don't even know what I mean by any of that. I just feel like that's uh, punching. I don't know. It, I like it's a better just cinematic picture that the mask would come off with a psh, yeah. Psh, the air comes out. I would even do it with whap. a glove. Like maybe like if I could find Darth Vader's old glove, I would slap him with that. I'm just, like, I'm just picturing that scene from Robin Hood Men in Tights where he picks up the knight's hand and just puts <laughs> him across the face. Except it's Darth Vader. No, only Men in Tights fan here. Okay, I, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, so my next question is one that has not been I- examined as much. Uh, do you think? that Poe should have let Finn keep his jacket. (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. It suits him. It does suit him. I I kind of feel like that's one of those things where he's like Mark Zuckerberg and he has a closet full of those jackets. (laughs) It's just like, whatever. Like, yeah, you can have it. And then he's got like 25 other ones at home. That would be a great deleted scene where Finn starts looking around the base and every attractive guy is wearing one of his jackets. (laughs) So that's your move. I thought I was special. (laughs) He's hugging everybody. <laughs> so we're all team Finn keeps the jacket. Yeah, that's yes. good. So yeah, yeah. do you guys believe but the that'd be internet a weird thing to be really against too? Because that's like <laughs> not a thing you would ever get satisfied if you were like, "Oh damn jacket!" Like you, if you're that mad that there's that, that uh, Finn has the jacket, you're never going to be happy about anything ever. I think. In yeah. There's always room to be mad about something in the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, that's so what I'm saying. So the thing you get hung up on is where the jacket is. <laughs> that you're you're done. You might as well get out of the game at that point. Doesn't it look better on Finn than Poe? I kind of think it. Does like when you think about I don't who, wear, think who wore it best, Joe? Uh, <laughs> I think Poe wears anything better than anyone oh, wow. ever. Wow. See, I, I mean, I, I am a married straight man, <laughs> and I spend most man. of my day thinking about Poe. <laughs> yeah. The amount of straight boys that I know who are on like Facebook being like, "I'm not gay, but I really do like." I'm like, you can. It's okay to like a dude. Like, you don't have to like get that upset about it. Like, not, <laughs> yeah. Not to you, but like, I mean, I feel like. Like, there was a guy who was like, yeah, he's like George Cooney where he transcends sexuality. I'm like, or, you know, sexuality is a fluid construct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, whatever percentage of me is gay would, yeah, yeah. would be so excited to, to have some quality time and get a jacket from <laughs> <Yeah>. Poe. Uh, 
if you know what I mean. Will they bring uh, the jacket back? Can I ask that? Do you think that will will Poe or will Finn still be wearing that jacket in Episode Eight? Anyone? I think so. Oh. I think Finn for the jacket will be. It, it's weird because I, I kept trying to figure out what character was supposed to be analogous, to, like what character from the original trilogy. And I feel like Finn, because I, I thought Poe might be Han because he's the best pilot, but I think Poe might actually be the Leia because he's the one who's already in the Resistance and kind of established. Mm-hmm. And then if that's the case, then Finn is kind of the Han character and Rey is definitely the Luke character. So I feel like his Han definitely had the iconic. Like, I, I disagree. Thing. I think Finn is Luke. And I not not uh sorry I mean more in personality less in like story yeah. arc yeah. Yeah. because Finn is Finn is kind of like whoa I don't know guys what, what's going on and, and <laughs> an like, excellent oh, impression it's a really good impression by the way of the very handsome and talented <laughs> yeah uh, John Boyega but uh and then I think that Ray Ray has that you know I don't know because she and Han have such great scenes yeah. together yeah you know those There's books where you flip together like the the, the top the middle yes. and the yes. body like I think that's what they did with totally. the original trilogy characters. Yeah. Of like we're going to give each of these yes. characters so that then nerds will sit and do podcasts and try to map <laughs> them. Onto yeah, each like, other but who's wearing the jacket in that? Yeah, in that situation? yeah. But I, I think the the Poe thing is that we haven't seen a character just that positive and sort of unconflicted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've been describing him as everybody's sexy older brother. <laughs> like, he just spends yeah. most of the movie kind of life coaching. Like, even though he yeah. gets tortured, you walk away and he's, I mean, just half the movie is just like, yeah, buddy, yeah. good job. He's hey, like, good to see you, buddy. You're right. He's like John Cusack in Stand By Me. He's just like, hey, chap. Like, he's like, just tussling everybody's hair. And like, like he's putting a baseball cap on you backwards and giving you a slap on the ass. There is something pretty badass about him, too, in that very first, like, fight scene where he just, like, has Kylo Ren right in front of him. He's like, so who talks first? I talk for you. Oh, yeah. so great. Like, the, like that, Such a great moment. that level of, yeah. like, just, like, brass right in the beginning. It's like, all right, this, I like what this guy's doing. By yeah. the way, I'm so I feel like I'm responsible for the for getting way too hung up on the jacket thing, but I just remembered something else. For like five seconds, did anyone else notice this? Ray wears the jacket. Yes, yeah, when yeah. it's cold Star-killer. outside. I noticed that because I was like, "What a gentleman, Finn!" Because <laughs> yeah. he was still had he had his Under Armour on. Yeah, it's, right. a, <laughs> it's a deleted scene that we'll get on the DVD that will explain yeah. the jacket transition. <laughs> I don't they think we need it. it. I think it was just gentlemanly for a stormtrooper. He's very gentlemanly. Well, this is the, you're making some headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it is on, it is deleted on the DVD. Uh, it'll be on the DVD, the jacket explanation. But I like your headcanon. That's literally a thing. That's I thought you were kidding. That's actually yeah, a, uh, yeah. There's even a though I used the nerd voice. I'm sorry. What more explanation do we need than <laughs> it's cold outside and she has no sleeves? Then I like your you're you're writing this like angry version of baby. It's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're running through the snow and she has no protection. So no, I don't disagree with you. I don't, th- I don't think that's the only reason that the scene existed. I think there's like a more. They, it was basically I think they were explaining how they got from point A to point B. Speaking of yep. jackets, I noticed Han Solo takes his jacket off a lot, and Chewie's like throwing it to him, and he's like, "I got it," and then he's got it on later, and I'm like, "Guys, we just." Forget about the jacket. That was the original <laughs> title of the film. It's Star Wars colon, <laughs> the, the coat switches. <laughs> uh, here's another question for you guys. Who do you think would have a better social media presence? R2 oh. or BB-8? Oh. <laughs> BB-8, but R2... Oh, oh, never mind. I take it back. I thought you said C-3PO. You, you, oh. you can go off reservation on this if you want. You can go crazy. R2 or BB-8 or any character if you want. I'm going to say R2. I, I feel like R2... 
has the so he's like more jaded, like he's gonna have a better perspective on things, you know. What I mean? Like like BBH like a kid who's on like he might have more followers, but he's not saying yeah. anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna admit this is a leading question and you gave me exactly the answer that I think. I think I think BBH's got it going on on Instagram. I think he does a lot. Of, I think <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, he's like, got, he's got a self yarn. Well, he's doesn't doing he? a lot of cosplay. Um, BBH's like the guy trying to. He's like, I'm on yeah. Peach. Like, does yeah. anyone know? He's <laughs> like the new. Everyone's like, fuck off, BBH. Yeah. He's like, I look like a peach. This kind of works out. And then um, he's like, buy some oranges. And then uh, and maybe a Tumblr too. Like, I guess him having a Tumblr where he's writing a lot of like Finn slash Poe fan fiction <laughs> stuff like that. Um, C3PO would definitely be sharing his political beliefs yeah. on Facebook because yeah. he's a dad. He's yeah. like he's <laughs> totally. like someone's dad. Yeah. He'd, be yeah. like, he'd be like fighting atheists on uh, about like the existence of the force on Twitter. <laughs> and I think, but I think I think R2 would be good on Twitter. I think he because you know. He's a very like he he gets what he says done in a few beeps like he's very like concise or whatever so I think he could just crank out some good stuff and nice nice okay so I, I also I love uh, R2's uh, hollow vines those are great <laughs> <laughs> he has the best hollow vines just six seconds of <laughs> R2 being bitter help me Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> yeah oh my god that, I think it has the most views of yeah. any uh, hollow vine yes that is the most viewed vine ever of Princess Leia asking <laughs> for Obi Wan Kenobi's help uh, okay next question Han was stabbed fell into a pit. Then the planet blew up and turned into a sun. Do you think he's still alive? <laughs> uh, I've thought way too much about the, about what's going on with Harrison Ford because I don't I hope I don't want to ruin anything for people. But supposedly is he there. is going to be in some way, shape, or form. He's in on the IMDb eight. page. Yeah. And Kathleen Kennedy said at one of the premieres, everybody's going to be back, right, and Harrison right. Ford was was standing there. So yeah. do you think there's any way that that Han Solo is still alive? In, I, Pitch me your theory if you got one. I think that Han Solo. I, my real theory is he'll probably be a Force ghost, even though he's not a Jedi. But I feel like maybe like his because his death was so important towards Kylo Ren's fall to the light yeah. side. Maybe it's the, the thing side. that kills you that makes you a Force could ghost. Be, so like if you're yeah. killed by a lightsaber, you get yeah. to be a ghost. Uh, that, be, no, also, that's just also, that's wrong. I'm also, sorry, that's wrong. Also, it's all stupid. Okay. That, it would be stupid if he's a ghost. Um, honestly, I'm be I think pissed. what it might be is flashbacks as to why Kylo Ren. Flashbacks like, is yeah, yeah, I think yeah, flashbacks. Right. But, um, uh, but I also feel like. Um, if the extended universe novels had to work so goddamn hard to bring back Boba Fett, then yes, I believe Han Solo could also still be alive because apparently you can't let people die in Star Wars. So yeah, it's a brave new world of, of dying with the new canon. But and there's Clark, a whole you... new extended universe to bring into books. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. he's dead. He's dead. Guys, yeah. get over he's it. Dead. He's dead. It's, it's time. Move on. Dot org. I, I hate to. I hate to. <laughs> I think he is, but I, I think it'll be flashback. I do that. Yeah, he's. If he comes back, I think it's gonna be flashback for him. I don't think he's still alive though. Good. He good. Or does he have a brother? Maybe like that. <laughs> <laughs> Van Hollow. <laughs> on duo. Oh. <laughs> you don't know how surnames work on his planet. Maybe Han is his last right. name. That's, exactly. uh, that's really disturbing. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on to a lightning quiz. Are you guys ready for the quiz? Okay. So, Matt, this question is for you. Okay. How many pages long is the novelization of The Force Awakens? Oh, I'm reading it right now. It's like 263 or something. It's like in the two, 260, 250, 260. That is exactly correct. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. I'm not done. I'm, I'm two chapters away. I'm reading it to my daughter. Uh, wow. If that's, that's not an excuse. I understand that. I'm, I'm willfully, I'm like, I'm totally willing and able to. But I, yeah. I'm going to give you a million credits. <laughs> Thank you. Is portions, you mean? Yeah, a million portions? portions. <laughs> a million portions. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's a great sound and peg impression. <laughs> I, I was looking away. Which one of you made that noise? 
That was me. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Simon Pegg came running in the back. <laughs> yeah. He didn't see it. He's, he's been very nice. He can be so quiet so far. Because uh, he has a lot of Star Wars opinions. I expect him to shout out. Riley, how many actors from Love Actually appear in The Force Awakens? Oh, um, I'm going to say four. <laughs> My answer is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I'll, I'll give Clark one point for that. <laughs> Uh, the answer is a one to the best of my knowledge. It's the kid, right? It's the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the control room guy. Yeah, yeah Liam Neeson's uh, son. He was also actually. on a Doctor Who two parter. <laughs> he's also hey, on Game of Thrones. This is a Star Wars nerd podcast. Yeah. Get right? that shit out of here. Chosen Reed, yeah. yeah. Welcome to Obsessed colon IMDb <laughs> special episode. <laughs> we review places we know people. But, I, but uh, General Hux is in another. Uh, why can't I think of the guy's name off the top of my head? Uh, the director of Lost Love Actually, uh, who. Richard Wrote Curtis? Yeah, yeah, Richard Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah we were just talking about that. Yeah, we were talking about it backstage. I, Riley, I also love Doctor Who, so I give you permission to just quietly yeah. under your breath say, also Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. But no, he was in uh, About Time, which is also Richard Curtis. It's, uh, he played the I really like that movie. It's a good movie. It's a very it's good, good yeah. movie. Yeah. Not enough Han dying in it. I, I didn't realize it was him because he looks so different in The Force Awakens. That, like, Dominic Gleeson? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. How Did you just call him Donnie Gleason? <laughs> no, Dominic, right? Okay. That, that, Dommel. 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 Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Jesus Christ. I like the idea that you were just like, yeah, yeah me and Donnie Gleason. We go yeah, Don, Donnie Gleason. <laughs> uh, he gave me his jacket. So. He does have one of those, like... <laughs> we're practically lovers. Uh, you played him, right? You played him in the... Yeah. Yeah, on the internet, yeah, yeah. 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 In my friend's mean comments, I play... I was calling back earlier in the podcast. Clark. Yes. There is a gratuitous butt shot in The Force Awakens. Which character's butt do we see for too long? Oh, my God. Uh, Phasma? (laughs) (laughs) No, there's never too... Her shiny metal ass? There is never too long to see Gordon Christie's butt. I I will see that all day. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, Yeah, well, this is more from my perspective. Uh, There's the the beast that's also drinking from the well, which is called a lugga beast. Yeah. And is Finn runs away, the camera just dead center... In beautiful IMAX, thrust into my face, <laughs> yeah. 3D, is the Lugga Beast's butt. That's oh. actually a Hapabore. The, the Lugga Beast is what uh, Tito, what Tito is, is riding. riding? Yeah, sorry. I thought that that oh, was just a, a Lugga Beast oh, without <laughs> armor on. No, uh, no, no, those are called Hapabores. Those, so those since big. the question was incorrect, do I get points? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get 800 my shame points. <laughs> Sorry, Joseph. So enjoy that. Uh, Matt is still winning for knowing the exact number of pages <laughs> in novelization. Okay, Matt, yeah. please tell me, out of these three characters, who would I personally marry, fuck, and kill? <laughs> okay. Snoke, Maz Kanata, and a- Admiral Akbar. Who would I marry, fuck, and kill? Uh, kill Snoke, marry Maz Kanata, and, and fuck... Uh, <laughs> wait, what was the third one? Akbar. Akbar, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Don't Ak- do it's it, a trap! It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, it was a race. <laughs> Who won? That is exactly correct. Yes. <laughs> it, you know, I started with a kill. And when you start with kill, you end up in weird places when you get <laughs> yeah, to fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's the lesson. Always start with fuck when playing Mary fucking kill. Riley, how many times did I cry during the first time I saw Force Awakens? <laughs> um, I'm going to say the entire film. <laughs> so with no pause right that would the be what the second you heard the score come popping in and the words across the screen you just started crying and then you never stopped uh, in my heart that's true but I, uh, water only came out of my eyes once do, do you want to guess where 
I'm gonna guess that. Uh, God, now I got to I'm gonna guess it was when Finn gave Poe. <laughs> when Poe told Finn to keep his jacket, you seem really caught up on that scene. So, no. No, I cried uh, when Leia and Han hugged in the, the great close-up of Leia because I, it had such power in the film, but also just the power of seeing that actor yeah. getting to be like on screen and kicking ass. And yeah, it just it made me weep. Uh, no joke there, just <laughs> weeping. Uh, now I feel bad about my joke. <laughs> no, the, the jacket was a good guess. I'm probably going to cry next time because I'm going to be wishing that Poe was giving me the jacket. Uh, <laughs> Clark, uh, what is to me the funniest line of dialogue in the film? are so many. Yeah, but uh, to me. To you. Well, to you, it will probably be some joke that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly correct. <laughs> because I laughed at all the funny, like, snarky comments. But yeah. I don't, oh, um, so, uh, something Han Solo said. That's, that's a good guess. Am I getting closer? It's, it cl it's close to something Matt said earlier. Oh, was it you talk first, I talk first? No. Oh, okay, then I yeah. give up. No, it's, yeah, no. It, oh, it, I have it's, a guess. Have it's, a, it's a jerky question. Go ahead. Uh, well, this is what I think is the funniest line of the movie. <laughs> That's not how the force works. Yeah. <laughs> right? So good. That is Agreed. absolutely, objectively, the funniest but line. But that's what something Han said, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. But here's the thing. I've seen, I've seen the film five times, and I've already done literally, I think, 16 podcasts <laughs> in relation to The Force Awakens. Oh, we're sorry we're wasting your time talking about <laughs> This is like Force Awakens 101, man. Uh, you get another 800 points of my shame as well. You're awful shame. I don't, I don't win for getting anything right. I win for wearing you down as a person. <laughs> the line that, that made me laugh out loud the last time, and I was alone, is just the way Unkar Plot delivers the line, I'll pay you for him, about BB-8, because it sounds like he's throwing up in his mouth. <laughs> I'm paying you for him. <laughs> it's just he's got this great lead-up on the all is soft, but then the pay is he's really choking it back. I would have that's never great. gotten that. No. Never. Yeah, that's tough. That's a really this, tough These are one. asshole questions. <laughs> I, I kind of noticed the last time I saw it that I, I feel like at a certain point, every single thing Han Solo says is funny in that movie. Totally. I don't know if you guys yes. noticed that. Like, yes. there's a thing in the, when they're, you know, uh, <laughs> roughing up Captain Phasma in the uh, the shield room there, yes. and uh, and he just goes like like Finn's getting all excited and goes easy easy, and it's just like like the way he does or he that. Calls is him, he calls him big deal. Like, yeah, like, the come big, on, big deal, deal. Thing is always like, funny. It, it, like throughout the whole movie though, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's note perfect, and he and he gets a lot of great dialogue. Okay, so this is the final question. Right now, uh, Matt is ahead with two million credits. Poor <laughs> suits. And uh, <laughs> Riley and Clark both have eight hundred. My shame. It's a very fair <laughs> quiz. But you can all catch up. The final question for each of you, one by one, I would like you to do your best impression of what Finn does during most of the movie, which is breathe heavy <laughs> as he is stressed and running places. <laughs> so, Matt, can you give me your best Finn breathing heavy in a stressful moment? All right. Well, I'm going to do the, the first thing I think any of us saw from this movie, the first shot we ever saw from this movie. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners, Matt did a great job of bending his head and popping into the frame of That's the right. podcast. <laughs> By the way, full disclosure, first time I saw that, I thought it was a fan film because I didn't know who John Boyega was and I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know the trailer was coming out. I just saw that like in a Facebook feed and I was like, oh shit, this is a really good fan film. <laughs> How did they go to Tunisia <laughs> yeah. to shoot this? Yeah. And some critics say that of The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a it really a good fan. fan film. I think I, I stand by that. Story. All right, Riley, give me your best Finn breathing heavy. Okay, my, my Finn is when he has drank out, what was the animal's name again? The Hapabor. The Hapabor's uh, <laughs> water to fit. 
thing. So it's the... (laughs) 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 He's more drinking heavy than breathing heavy, but, you know, some people drink water. There's some intake there. All right. I accept that. It's canonical. Uh, Clark. Well, one thing I noticed about the very handsome and talented John Boyega (laughs) is that he breathes through his cheeks, so he goes... (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not like it's not like it is. It's all in his cheeks, so he puffs his cheeks out. So, (laughs) 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 and he looks around a lot. That's That's great. Uh, That is great. And also, I really, really love. This is a difficult question, and I love that you set it up. This is my impression of the very talented John Boyega. <laughs> he is, and he's he handsome. Is. He is. I was really nervous because as the clips all piled up, there were so many shots of him breathing heavy. And yeah. I really thought, like, is this poor guy going to take a <laughs> fucking breath He was so sweaty, ever? too. Everybody was so sweaty in this movie. Ray yeah. was sweaty, and he was sweaty. I noticed that today, actually. Okay, I'm going to let the audience determine who won our quiz by applause. So I'll name each person, and please applaud for who you feel was the victor of this incredibly dumb, biased <laughs> quiz. Matt Belknap. <laughs> Riley Silverman. <laughs> Clark Wolf. I, th- I, I thought she was the best. Yeah, I, I think I, Clark won by <laughs> with her cheek huffing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Thank Excellent. you. So, what's your name? Josh. Did you see The Force Awakens? I did. Did you like it? I did. Who's your favorite character? Oh, Han Solo, of course. Did you see Force Awakens? Probably. Can't recall it, though. Do you don't remember if you saw The Force Awakens? I probably have, though. I've seen a lot of movies. This is the one that just came out in theaters a little, a little while ago. Star Wars. Oh, no. I haven't seen it then. Uh, but you know how some people are like totally obsessed with Star Wars? White people, though. That's white people. What's your favorite character from Star Wars? You must know, you must know like, a character. Luke. Luke. All right. <laughs> Did you see The Force Awakens? Yes! Okay. Who's your favorite character? Oh, man, I mean, if I said uh, Han Solo, that would be an easy out, but... Who's your least favorite character? The evil grandson of Darth Vader could have been a little, you know, he could have been a little bit more disruptive as a character. I was looking for a little bit of that Vader omnipresence characteristic. He murdered Han Solo. What do you want? Did you see The Force Awakens? Yeah. Did you like it? No, that is fucking bullshit. That was trash. That was really trashy. Fuck this shit. Did you see The Force Awakens? No, I haven't. Do you like Star Wars? No, not really. What do you think of people who are obsessed with Star Wars? I don't put judgment on people. I mean, to each his own, right? Yeah, amen. Did you see The Force Awakens? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, Did you like it? Yeah, it was was all right. People are obsessed with Star Wars, right? Yeah. What do you think about people who are super obsessed? Uh, There's worse obsessions. (laughs) If they want to buy into it, that's good for them. That's fair. Better than doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, better than drugs. Yeah. Um, There's least. your clip right there. Nice, perfect. <laughs> we're, we're running short on time, but I'm going to ask you guys, we ask these how obsessed are you questions on every podcast. So I'll go down the line. Matt, do you think about The Force Awakens every day? Yeah. <laughs> no, no question about it. <laughs> Riley, do you think about The Force Awakens every day? Yes. Clark, do you think about The Force Awakens every day? No. No. Do you think about the very talented John Boyega's <laughs> cheeks? <laughs> Maybe. And wh- which cheeks? <laughs> no oh. comments. Nice. 
Uh, if I was still doing a quiz, I'd give you points, Riley. Uh, next question is... I'd give myself points. Uh, Matt, would you, would you get a The Force Awakens tattoo? No, no. I have I have one tattoo, and I'm 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 one and done on that. But okay. If if I like if you if I if if you were saying like were you to get a tattoo even though you're not like would you get one maybe yeah and not I mean I don't know Force Awakens probably just Star Wars like I don't know what if it would be specific to this film but it so would it wouldn't something. be like a picture of old Han Solo I might go Millennium Falcon with the new rectangular sensor dish because I do kind of like that but uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I would probably just go like Rebel Alliance logo. Like nice, uh, yeah. nice. Uh, and how about What's you, Riley? What's that look like? Could anyone have an idea of like the Rebel anyone, Alliance? Anyone wear, I know, you mean right, the T-shirt I'm wearing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I almost wore that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same thing. I don't think that I would get specifically a Force Awakens tattoo. I can't think of anything from the film that specifically I would get. Maybe BB-8. That'd be the only thing. But okay. Yeah, I don't even have a Doctor Who tattoo. So would you get it? Would you get if you were going to get a BB-8? Would you have it on a part of your body that people see regularly? Um, yeah, I think I would probably get like like on my arm somewhere where if I need to cover it up or something, I could. But okay. it's there. People need to see. Would you it. get a little cartoon where he's rolling down your arm? Yeah, I get a whole hologram. <laughs> uh, I get one of those, you know, like those like dancing lady tattoos. I'd get one of like a BB-8, and if you turn your arm, he pulls his, his fire out and gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Starts riding on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and Clark, would you get a Force Awakens tattoo? No, but I could see down the line if there's some iconography associated with Rey, if she keeps being as incredible as right. she is, I could see that being a possibility. If there's a symbol that like yeah. sums her up. Like if she keeps having her staff throughout her character yeah. arc. So you would get yeah. like a, ta- a staff tattooed across right your face? Right on like my nose. Oh, yeah, okay. totally like right there. Does anyone else want to see that staff get some lightsaber action on the end of yes. it? Like, wouldn't uh, that be the best? Like the, a staff yeah. with a lightsaber. I've read, I've read so many nerd theories though but what the staff is made out of that like I have so many like cool <laughs> ideas about that like oh my god I can't wait to find out what's going on with that <laughs> yeah and it still might be absolutely nothing yeah it could be all garbage yeah or, or I, from what I hear they have to rewrite a bunch of shit because they didn't plan on her being as popular as she is so that's part of they're saying it's part of why the delay we need to do a whole was. podcast on that by the way uh, I, yeah n- no, no worries on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'll be number I don't think 17. anyone's talking about it on the internet yeah so. really are they not uh, speaking of the internet Matt would you write slash fiction about the Force Awakens. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, my daughter is doing. My daughter is seven, and oh. she doesn't know that term. But okay. she is like she's just learning. Like she's learning how to type on a keyboard, and she's basically doing that without knowing that she's doing it. Okay, uh, which I think is adorable, and I'm very proud of her. <laughs> who, who is uh, who? Who's meeting who in her slash fiction in the Force Awakens? It's all about Finn and Rey. Nice. It's just Finn and the adventures of Finn and Ray, and BB-8 gets in there. You know, he gets some some play too. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, she's she's big on Ray. Awesome. Um, but no, I, I yeah, I don't I don't think so. Okay. So here's my thing about that is that um, I'm I'm a lesbian and I really like Captain Phasma, but I also like the thing about Ray is that we were talking about Ray. Um, I like her so much as like an iconic figure and yeah. like she's so that for me like I don't want to think of her as somebody to like sexualize right now I want to just think of her as this badass Jedi character and I, I actually almost want them to do the thing where like because she's a Jedi they don't even make her like a love interest to anybody they just make her a, a Jedi who doesn't fall in love because she's a Jedi yeah like because it doesn't work out for every Jedi so far so <laughs> like for me it's like it's weird whenever someone like starts talking about her like in a sexual way it, like it skews me out because I'm like no Ray's just like a like I think I I think of Ray so much about like how I as a kid like would have connected with her and like how like how important it was for me at that age to have really strong female characters because I was so closeted and so like like needing that and not having enough of it 
So for me, like, it, it feels really weird to me to sexualize her. Mm-hmm. So, because I have a friend who really sexualizes Kylo Ren, like, really sexualizes him. And uh, <laughs> I, at first, I, like, <laughs> jokingly played along with, like, 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 are they sending you uh, slash fiction? They're not, but they're posting a lot of it on their Twitter that I could go to it if I wanted okay. to. Um, but, <laughs> who is Kylo um, Ren hooking up with? Or is this uh, the... I think her, mostly, in this okay. fan fiction. Um, but, yeah, so with Ray, like, so I don't really think of who, who in the movie I would pair into a slash couple as okay. far as ladies go. So I don't think that I would. That was a long answer to say no. I could have just said no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it makes perfect sense about Ray. And I'll say Gwendolyn Christie, I could just have, like, if she was just, like, I mean, she could be Brienne of Tarth at this point, and I would still be like, ah, oh, let's see what goes with this. Okay. So. Would you maybe read Brienne of Tarth in Captain Phasma slash fiction? That'd be kind of weird to have this, like, because <laughs> at, at best they could be, they'd be genetically the same. That'd be kind of creepy. <laughs> like, here, go find your, your exact, exact clone and make out. Well, I guess people would be into that, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for working through the actual like science of that slash <laughs> yeah, fiction yeah. question. It's important to get it uh, right. Clark, would you read any slash fiction about The Force Awakens? Uh, no, probably not. I mean, I would like, if I could write it, I would write myself into The Force Awakens. That'd be cool. Like, Clark gets to go to The Force Awakens <laughs> and like <laughs> hang out with everybody. It's a place. <laughs> yeah, the Force that's Awakens. where I get to go. That's the place. But also, I think, too, to go off what you were saying, I, I feel like when I was rewatching the film today, both Riley and uh, and. Finn feel very childlike to me. R- r- you mean Ray, right? Oh, no, thank let you. Her, let her have thank it. You. Her oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she's writing you into it. You right do now. feel very childlike <laughs> to you. me, but uh, no, but yeah, Ray and Ray and Finn feel feel very very innocent. Like they're just so. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yeah, I don't see. I'm not really ready. They they just seem like kids right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is not a question of just just to be clear. The, the intent of this question is not should Ray and Finn hook up <laughs> because that's not what I want as a no, Star Wars no, no, fan. No. I just want to know how into it you are to the point where you would read if it popped up. If somebody wanted to write me into The Force Awakens yes. <laughs> slash fiction, I'm going to go would... home and I'm going to write a story <laughs> called Clark a- Goes to The Force Awakens. Yes. <laughs> I would like, I would read that. Yes. The Force You're going to be surprised. At 8 <laughs> uh, but if, what if it's just her going to the movies? You're like, she bought popcorn and she, my friend, like the weekend that opened, posted a slash fiction of, of, Ray and Kylo and had to put a disclaimer of this presupposes that they're not cousins and it's not canon until it's canon. I'm like, the second I had to write that disclaimer, I would have been turned off from having to write anything else. But apparently he's like, no, I'm still going for it. So, <laughs> Matt, would you stop having sex to watch The Force Awakens? <sighs> no. But I had to think about it. <laughs> Luckily, you asked that question three times, so I had plenty of time to think about it. <laughs> and the answer is no. Uh, I'll probably edit this podcast. So there, there were some technical difficulties, uh, listeners, and I asked Matt three times. <laughs> Sorry, I totally blew your <laughs> cover. Matt, denied, no, Matt denied you three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Riley, would you stop having sex to watch The Force Awakens? Would you stop having sex to watch The Force Awakens? And would you stop having sex to watch The Force Awakens? I want to be fair. I wouldn't need to. It could help. <laughs> nice. Uh, Clark, are you familiar with the question? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> Would you stop having sex to watch The Force Awakens? No. Would you stop having sex to watch any movie? Yeah. What's the mo- what movie would you stop for? Well, I, don't, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> um, That's a perfectly yeah, fine response. Maybe, maybe have me back on your podcast next time, and then I'll have a good answer for that. Okay. Joseph, okay. would you she stop just having sex? Uh, the there, is a, a, there is a strong chance. I would certainly really? yell out, 
oh my god, The Force Awakens. It's not currently an orgasm sound anyway. Here's the thing. So. Normally when I ask these questions, people ask like sort of metaphysical, sort of how is this happening? Yeah. But like if I were making love to my beautiful wife, my very talented wife, <laughs> the talented in my bedroom and suddenly like breathing heavily. Uh, the Force Awakens like started playing on my phone. It would be so amazing that it was happening now and it's not available anywhere. Okay, I well, would. if you're gonna go that far, then then my, my answer might change. Okay, now that I paint the picture for you, I also playing on your phone. Like you're like my phone just randomly <laughs> downloaded and started playing this movie. Not like because I in my mind, I guess I mean I I I like retcon I'm, in my whole head. I, I I thought it was like we were we were we were getting it on and it was like on, like TV was on and the Force Awakens came on. But you had this whole like it beams itself to your phone like in a dire like it really wants you to watch it I feel like you would have to watch it at that point this, like, this is my episode of Joseph Goes to the Force Awakens <laughs> I, I was just about to say that's like that's the new code that's it, your new safe word it sounds like the Force Awakens comes to Joseph <laughs> indeed it does with deleted scenes too we find out about that jacket that jacket, fucking jacket that in there get that jacket, jacket. Oh, switch yeah. your jacket put it switch on your jacket. is this episode totally obsessed with the Force Awakens jacket is that what the <laughs> I think I'm going to rename it. Uh, can you guys quickly make a noise to sum up your obsession? Matt, can you, what would the noise be that would sum up your obsession with The Force Awakens? Well, after the, your last question, any noise I make is going to sound <laughs> so terrible. Um, <sighs> just, just, like, just like a nice, crisp, like, I don't know. It's that just makes a, just perfect a very sense. satisfying. Yeah. I was so, like, uh, so pleased with it. I, was, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, Every time I watched it, I, I enjoy it more every time I watch it. So yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Riley, what is your noise to sum up your obsession? With I the think Force it Wagons? would be the noise that every child makes when we're in child at heart, when we're playing lightsabers, and we get very excited and get in the moment, and just the. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, a ray infused, hmm, because she gets the lightsaber right. Yeah, she does. Nice, uh, Clark. I think mine would probably be like just like, wow. <laughs> okay. I now, just really like. Yeah. It's a great movie. These are all great. Now, can we just go down the line and each make our noise? Matt. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm watching PBS in the '70s. It was now just so peaceful and nice. Come in and loop all that. Just uh, make a, a sick beat out of it. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So we're running out of time. We got to get off the stage. Uh, so we ask our closing questions uh, that don't have anything to do with the obsession. So we'll need real quick answers. Uh, Matt, if you could record a comedy podcast with any dead president, what president would you want to go with? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Any any rationale? Just because he seems uh, like he has a lot of opinions? He's completely fucking crazy. He's a homicidal maniac, and I just like I think he would be entertaining. <laughs> like he's he's got crazy stories. I just want to yeah, I just want to like listen to his insane stories. Excellent. Uh, and Riley, yes. If you could fly, but only while holding an object in your hand, what would that object be? Sonic screwdriver. <laughs> You're gonna get the Doctor Who in this podcast. That's great, Clark. If you could shoot either of these things out of your hands, which would you choose? Lightning or one dollar bills? Lightning. It's <laughs> <laughs> like not even a question. I love it when people answer my weird questions like I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, serious. Lightning. It's just like like. To be fair, with lightning, you can get a lot more higher denominations if you just yeah. ask very not nicely. <laughs> you could probably just shoot that lighting in an ATM and get money. Yeah. <laughs> I just always have wanted to be a witch, kind of, like be able to go pew, 
So like, so to be able to shoot lightning out of my hands is pretty close. Make some notes for my story. (laughs) (laughs) Clark wants to be a witch. Excellent. The final question for everyone on our podcast is always, what is happiness? So Matt, what to you is happiness? (sighs) Oh, it's your Force Awakens. Yeah, it's it's the noise I make at Force Awakens. That's happiness. (laughs) Uh, Man, the cheesy answer that I really feel is like... uh, Watch actually watching Force Awakens with my kids. I, I oh, took no, them that's to see awesome. it. It was it was great. Like I saw it once without them first because fuck them they can stay <laughs> home. <laughs> but then we we took them uh, on the weekend and it was it was awesome to see it through their eyes. Kind yeah. of you know what I mean. That's so, awesome, yeah, that's Riley. What is happiness to you? I think enjoying a fandom with people who are like cool about it, like people who aren't doing the whole like are you a real fan kind of stuff, but people who just like genuinely love something and want to share it with other people who love it. So whether it's whether it's Doctor Who, whether it's Star Wars, Star Trek, or whatever, any anything where you can just sit down and just enjoy it together. I think it's so much fun when you connect with people and stuff like that. Awesome. And Clark, what is happiness? Um, I think happiness is um, moments of feeling content and grateful because that's something that I work on feeling more often. So there's moments where you're just kind of like, everything that's happening right now is pretty okay. Yeah. This jacket does look good on me, right? It does. And also, shooting lightning out of your hand. Yes. Uh, that is the best what is happiness answer I've got that ends with, and shooting lightning out of your hands. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is our podcast. Listening to Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. 